do this. I can't believe you're letting me do this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is James and Adam, broken and blessed. And the best part about it is I get to see his face and he's laughing at me because he knows I am just a crazy fool. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our third installment of many. I think we have uh, set up for 4,000. Yeah. Uh, third installment of Broken and Blessed. Uh, I'm James. And I'm Adam. Good. You I mean you're, you're catching on to this thing? That 15 years of experience is paying off. And might I add, my uh, my uh, three weeks here of uh, podcasting, yeah. if you will, is really just improving. You're, I mean, you're 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 basically a professional now. Thank you, yeah. thank you. I do. I get like a you can put have that like on a resume. Actors Guild you, you get could, cards. Well, get, I mean, we got to apply for the different awards and stuff okay, like that. Well, but it's let's do that. Yeah, let's, it's something you can definitely put on your on your resume and your LinkedIn profile and into my repertoire, right, if yeah, you will. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. Hey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad you guys are are tuning into us. However you're however you're listening to us, if it's in the car on a podcast. Uh, how do people listen to us? Oh, so many ways. Uh, so many ways. The yeah, World Wide Web? Yeah, World Wide Web. Uh, so if you're listening to the show, it means you're on the old interweb right now. Uh, you can follow uh, yeah, you could follow us on Facebook. For those of you with uh, that have a Facebook, you can go to uh, facebook.com uh, forward slash broken and blessed. Um show uh you, you'll see you'll find us there uh also we now have an email address no yeah oh yeah say. oh yeah, yeah yeah it's true is it it's, an it's aol true. it's uh it's not aol it is Ooh. it is not um it is bro- <laughs> 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 That's, uh, it only works for dial-up um yeah. <laughs> but it is <laughs> it's broken blessed 2020 at gmail.com that's broken blessed 2020 at gmail.com so now you can flood our email boxes flood, uh, it's open with questions and and everything the the box is it. now open so we're, we're looking God, forward to good. hearing from you guys so well we got a great show for everyone today um what do we got drum roll please <laughs> that sounded like a bad drain that was <laughs> um yeah um or a really bad drummer. Yeah. Um, you know what? We got a great, great uh, show for everyone today. It is called War Stories. War Stories. Now, people are probably out there thinking, here are two guys who have served in the U.S. military who are going to talk about make-believe stories in the sandbox and draw pictures with their foot in sand. Yeah. Because that's generally what I do. Yeah. Um, you know, but we're not. Okay. Um, what do you mean, what and, do you mean and, by war stories? Well, war stories. So, uh, like I said, you know, what, what may come to mind is that, you know, we're going to talk about some battles that we've been in and, and Fallujah or Kandahar, uh, things like that. But you know what, honestly, on the, on the greater scale of things that is minor in comparison to the war stories we're going to talk about today and, and the war stories we're going to speak about or the spiritual war that surrounds us okay. as Christians. Uh, and, he, and he, check this out. I'm going to get deep. Even if you're not a Christian, even if you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, there's a war raging around you. Yeah. And it is being fought by angels and demons, and they are after you. Yeah. I truly believe this. And uh, people call you call me crazy. You could call me delusional. Uh, but I believe... Uh, our soul, uh, our relationship with God 
is at the forefront, the focal point uh, uh, of Satan. He doesn't want it to progress. He doesn't want it to exist. And they will wage war to throw everything at us, to make us stumble, to ensnare us, to get a foothold on us so we don't grow closer with God. And it plays out in our daily lives. That's pretty deep. It is deep. deep. But it's the truth. Yeah. And the truth set you free. free. What's your spin on that? Man, you know, I hear hear war stories and and – I, ironically, you know, I've, I've been downrange, but that's not where, when I hear war stories, it's, it's more of the battles fighting within and, and, you know, kind of the darker side of things that I don't always, you know, when you have a dark, you get into a dark spot every now and then, because I, I am human, I'm not perfect, and I have my days where I go to a place where you, I shouldn't be going. I know I shouldn't be going there. Somehow I end up there and you try fighting your way out. You feel you legitimately feel like you're fighting your way out. By the end of that day, I'm mentally and just physically drained. And and I look back on the day and I'm just like damn, that that sucked. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like, and I wasted it. And here's, here's the thing. And then I get mad at myself because I feel like I know that I ended up and I let the devil get the better of me that day. Yeah. Might've won that battle, but didn't win the war. Yeah. You know True. No, absolutely. I mean, and, we, we do have, we do have that to, to, to lean on that. We know no matter uh, our daily struggle, um, the war's been won. Yeah. Christ died on the cross for us. He rose to heaven. Uh, he's coming back for us right. uh, the day we don't know, but the, to really, and, and that that's superfluous because uh, we've got a job to do until he comes back. If we, if we focused on when he's coming back, we would just keep looking towards the sky and miss everyone that walked by us. Right. Yeah. 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 War, war stories. I think that's a very appropriate title. What's a, for it. What's a war you've uh, a spiritual war you've been engaged in, brother? Man, I, I think the very first one uh, that I can that I can remember at least is I was in my early twenties and I was kind of running amok uh, a little bit. Um, you know, I was working at a bar and 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 uh, you know womanizing and, and and drinking a lot and. And I and I and these are all things I knew. I, I I'll put it to you like this: I basically took my my beliefs and my morals, and just said I'm gonna stick them right there in the closet. Yeah. I'll be back when it's convenient for me. And I got into a a lot of there was a lot of heartache, a lot of you know, it it was kind of like. Uh, you know, hey, I'm going to show you a good time. And life was good. Like I had a, my own place and, you know, I was doing all this fun stuff that I thought was fun at the time. And I realized that I was fighting a battle within myself of of uh, not thinking that I was good enough for anybody. So I would jump from one relationship to the next and, and try to find somebody that I could be that was just as broken as me that I could feel comfortable with to feel like I was human. I, I grew up with a very low self-esteem and it was picked on and, and, and whatnot. And I never thought I'd amount to any, I, I bit, was told in, all through high school, like I'm not going to amount to anything. 
And when I started, so I was like, okay, fine. I'm taking all these beliefs and my morals and I'm going to stick them in the closet. Uh, and I'll, I'll go to them if I feel like it's necessary. Otherwise, I'm going to, obviously, that stuff didn't work. So I'm going to do things my way. And, right. and, and I think, uh, I, and I did things my way for, for several years. And then um, it was probably when I first, when my son was born, when I realized, ooh. Hey, it, I got to go back to the closet. I got to grab everything that I put in the closet there a couple of years ago. Where is it? <laughs> like, I do not want him doing what I've been doing for the last yeah. couple of years. You know, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then 10 days later, I get deployed. Mm. My son was 10, 10 days old when mm. I got deployed. And when I got back from that deployment, um, there was, there was no transition. So now I'm, I'm facing another battle. Am I going to be a good enough dad? How to be a dad? I didn't have family around me. I was getting ready to go through a, a horrible divorce, and uh, I was by myself. And yet I had this this child that was relying on me that couldn't take care of himself. That he was relying on me, and I'm relying on him to stay alive, giving me a purpose to stay alive, so I could take care of him. And I think that was probably my biggest war story there. So it kind of started in my twenties up until I got back from the deployment where I, I became a single parent and, um, had that, that inner demon, if you will, raging inside the war within myself, uh, trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? I felt lost. I felt, I knew God was there. And I only I knew God was there because I, when I was overseas, I'd pray, "Hey, just get me home safely so I can be a father to my son." Yeah, that's when I started finding, uh, you know, because I lost sight of God there for a little while. But that's when I when I found God again. I'm kind of all over the place here, but so let me rein it back in. Um, the the biggest war story, or the start of the war, I would say within me, and the war story that I have would be when I when I made a conscious decision to take my morals and my beliefs and I put them in the closet for a few years. And and that was it was a that was a dark time. Man, I tell you, if our listeners don't resonate with anything you just said, A, we don't have any listeners, and B the wrong people are listening to yeah. our show. <laughs> but I, I and and I say I say that because if someone just listened to a minute of what you just talked about, they could relate. Yeah. Your story fits so many of us. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of goes back to our last episode. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Because if your life looks like someone else's, if it looks like, if it tastes like it, it smells like it, they could say, Adam, how did you get through that? How did you finally break and say, I got to go back to a place where I knew God? I mean, brother, I, and again, you know, go back, go back to when, when we first started this. Why, why do we connect? Yeah, man. So many levels. Yeah. Samuel was eight days old when I left Afghanistan. Yeah. I feel your pain. I feel your pain of I'm going to orphan a child. Yeah. I'm not going to watch my son grow up. The pain that's there, the reality that wakes you up 
to that. But going back to man, when you when you when you when you were working in a bar and you were womanizing and you were drinking and, and you were living this life, uh, lack of a better terms, I use it because I've lived it. Yeah. Debauchery. Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't say that lightheartedly or jokingly. No. Uh, I say it because, man, your story resonates with me because I mean, and you and I are similar in age. Yeah. So our, our time frame here is very aligned. Right. You know, I, I um, man, I, I remember coming back from, from OIF one after fighting a physical war, right. Of uh, fighting a battle, uh, with, with, on, on an earthly standpoint, man, I came back and I, I was succumbed to a, a spiritual battle where I, I was losing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I pickled my liver. Um, I, 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 I just, I lived a life of sin for a good couple months. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, you come back and, and, and I think anybody that it experiences going down range, you know, and, and spends time in a combat zone and you see things that, that aren't normal and that, that you know that are not normal. And maybe you do some things that, um, you know, it was your job that regardless if it was your job or not, it just for some reason it doesn't sit well, uh, Changes you. you know, with you and, and it does. And then, you know, here I, I, you grow up going to church every Sunday, you got grandparents that are, you, you know, church groups and all this other stuff. And then your parents are taking you to church and you, and you're part of the, 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 you know, Sunday school and stuff like that. And then you, you go through something like that and you know, right from wrong but you do the wrong anyway. And and this is, you know, whether the wrong is here at home and then you then you go experience the stuff that we've seen and then you come home and and, and you're still doing the wrong things. You womanizing and, and going out and and not being completely honest with other people only to find out the reason why you're not being honest with other people is cuz you're not being honest with yourself. And that was a, a war that that yeah. uh, that 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 damn near killed me itself, quite honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how many times in our own lives we're we're fighting a battle of ourselves. Yeah, and that's and that's you know? and that's and that's it's so huge. You, you know, you sit there and you and and, and it, I remember one time just standing in my bathroom, looking in the mirror, crying, and I just I I looked in the mirror and I said, God, what is it that you want me to do? Because clearly, I'm not getting it. Yeah. And 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 I and I I cried for probably 30 minutes and uh afterwards I just took a deep breath and and I said all right uh and I don't remember what I did next but I I remember a couple of days later like things kind of started falling into place a little bit and I, I had a, a sense of direction at least. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't um wasn't over the war wasn't over. I still had doubts and, and stuff like that. And and that's all surpassed later, a couple years later. But at that time, I remember just a sense of peace uh, a little bit and it had a direction. And that I feel that that was the turning point for me that allowed me to take the first step forward into ending that inner war within myself at that time. 
it took years. I mean, we're talking eight, yeah. nine years strand. Uh, it didn't happen overnight, but, yeah. but it, but it, but it did happen. And, and a lot of the, I, I based the only reason why that happened because I, I feel like I kept faith. I kept praying to God and I started listening. Mm. An open line of communication. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, I went off on a tangent there, but, but, um, no. What about what about you? You know, war story. You talked a little bit about yeah. You know, um, you know, I, I, I dive into this bucket of of stories that uh, you know sift through the these memories and these you know painful times. Yeah. Um, and prop one one uh, you know I, I think this goes back to when when we originally started the show that hey man we're gonna peel back some some layers. Yeah we're going to, we're going to peel an onion back and it's going to make you cry. It's going to make me cry. And yeah. maybe it's going to make some listeners cry, but, um, you know, now, uh, you know, I, I am married to a beautiful woman right now, uh, who is my companion. She's a believer in Jesus Christ. She makes me a better man because she loves God first, but there was a time in my life. Uh, I was engaged to another woman uh, in my early, you know, a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, but gosh, 15 years ago, um, 15, 16 years ago, gosh, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Um, and, and where I was spiritually, uh, was not where I needed to be, to be engaged to her and to have a productive relationship. Um, you know, uh, you know, let, let's, let's call a spade a spade. I was having extramarital sex with her and not married to her. Right. That was probably the downhill slope to that relationship. Yeah. Cause we were, we were focused on the sexual, not the spiritual, right. even though we were both going to church and we looked good on yeah. the outside. Uh, we were not, uh, where we needed to be. We were far from where we needed to be spiritually. Right. We were playing a game. Right. And we were, man, we were burning that candle really close. And, and, you know, and I think she was crying for help and trying to help me become the man God wanted me to be. But I was so foolish and, and so focused on the physical. Uh, I wasn't listening to God. Uh, it's funny. She had given me, she had given me three books to read. And I took these, you know, it's kind of like you took your, your morals and these, these, uh, intangibles and you put them on a, on a shelf in the closet. I took tangibles and, and man, trust me long before I took my intangibles too and put them away. But, (laughs) but she had given me physical things, tangible things. Uh, one was, uh, knowing God by, um, gosh, uh, knowing God, I think it was, uh, Busby, uh, wrote that. And then, um, the tender warrior, uh, by Stu Weber and blue like jazz by, uh, Stephen Donaldson, uh, great books, uh, all different, uh, uh, angles on, on understanding our relationship with God. Um, but one that stuck out to me and it's funny, I put these books on a shelf and I paid no mind to these books because I was so engulfed into a physical sexual relationship with this woman that I, I'm like, man, I'm fine. I'm good. I, yeah. I don't want anything to mess this right, up. Right. Uh, <laughs> we, we separated. Uh, I actually cheated on her. Um, 
God, I have to swallow that and say that I was, uh, I was a very, very dishonest person in this relationship. And, uh, and I think God gave her this sense of knowing that I was not, I was, this was not going to end well. If we, if we continued. Right. Right. So we, we separated, she gave me the ring back. Um, I, I, man, I entered into a very dark place in my life uh, and a war was raging around me. Um, uh, but two things kind of happened here. Um, I was broken, right? right. <laughs> you know, let's talk about this broken yeah. aspect, uh, as a man who, who was a police officer at the time, who was a 10 year veteran of the United States Marine Corps, this guy who is in physical great shape, who is in his early thirties and, you Al- know, almost uh, invisible, like invisible yeah like you you you're, you're almost i look at that and you, you're great shape and you this that mindset when i went through stuff like that similar to what you're talking about is you almost at least for me personally i felt invisible okay you know what yeah. i'm saying well you know it's funny because prior to this happening i felt i thought you said i felt invincible yeah but you're right at this point man i became so broken i became i was i was you know, uh, I was kicked behind the knee. And if you ever kick someone behind the oh. knee, you'll take them down quick. Yeah. And man, I was, yeah. I, I, I felt like, uh, I, I felt like Johnny swept the legs Oof. underneath me. And man, I, I came crumbling down as a man. And I did not feel like a man. I felt worthless. And, and those demons in my life started screaming at me of, of pointing out my failures. So that, 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 that spiritual fight around me uh, became even more evident. I, I put myself in this position. I tuned out God. I tuned out a woman who had a relationship with God. I was focused on the physical. And here I am, uh, you know, 230 pounds, 30 years old, uh, thought I had the world by the saddle, and I came crashing down. Um, but man grace the love of god the grace of god who could love love a sinner like me uh something amazing happened here a transformation began to happen now mind you i'm already a christian i'm a believer in jesus christ but i was not living a life i was dragging christ through mud right is what i was doing and, and I had so much to be thankful for because, man, he had brought me home from Iraq. He had, he had provided for me. Uh, I'm on a new career path as a police officer. But, man, I go into church, and I'm in a, a single Sunday school, and I am glued to my seat listening to this other girl talk about how she has overcome an eating disorder. And how she has given everything to Christ and she has trusted in Christ. And man, I'm looking at her thinking, man, you are a stronger person than I am. You are a person that is closer to God than I am. God, why don't I get that? And I sat in my seat and the man, I physically couldn't move. And I have tears coming down my face. And I understand at this point that no matter what 
title I put to myself, how big I am, how bad I think I am, how great I think I am. Without Jesus Christ, I'm nothing. Right. And I had lived a life for so long doing what I wanted to do. And I'll later come to know this as the, the two by four moment. Because man, I got hit behind my head and behind my legs with a two by four. And it's funny as I become to know and understand a true relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm reading this book called Tender Warrior by Stu Weber. Now Stu Weber was a Vietnam veteran uh, he was a special forces in Vietnam. Uh, he goes on to coach college football and become a pastor of a church. And he talked about a two by four moment where he didn't listen to Jesus Christ. He didn't listen to the words of God being spoken to him, right. telling him to stop. And God will say, I will stop you. Either you stop or I will stop. Yeah, you. man. I got stopped dead in my tracks, brother. To this day, I, I, I could tell you how emotionally draining, drained I was. And when I felt the impact of that two by four, and, and I'll mind you, it was the loving hand of God. Right. Now, love sometimes hurts. Yeah. yeah tough, <laughs> tough love. We all need that. We all need it. We all, we all need that. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. Man, my that's, man. That's, and, that's, and, and I gained so much inf- insight from that by him showing me what a strong person, what a strong believer was. Um, and showed him how much I needed him. And, and, and to this day and age, now don't, don't trust me, Adam, we're friends here, right? Yeah. yeah. We're in the trust tree. Yeah. <laughs> I have felt I, myself I getting close <laughs> to that two by four. Thankfully I understand. And I remember what that felt like. And I see the signs around me right. that I'm quick to draw myself back. Now that was not the last time I felt that two by four. Right. And it's probably not going to be no. the last time no. I feel that two by four. But here we are. It, we're communicating. We're talking about this. And I think when we're talking about it and we acknowledge our sin and we, we understand that those demons are there, yeah. we're able to uh, make it through to tell another war story. You know, I, here, here, I'm going to say this because we're getting close on time already. It's crazy. <laughs> I think. You know, I. De- you know, you're talking about like the inner demons and stuff, and and that's that's going to be a show where we talk about inner demons, uh, and whatnot, and that's it, it will be a kind of a continuation of, of war stories because I think it kind of falls in into that that realm of things. I will say this: it, it just acknowledge that that they're there, acknowledge yes. it because if if you tend to ignore it, then. You're you're not doing yourselves any favor. You, if you can acknowledge that they're there and recognize that, hey, I'm in a dark spot. I see something bad coming at me right now. Yeah, I'm going to acknowledge that because now I can go to God. Yeah, with it and pray, yeah. pray about you it quicker before that, before it's too before it's too late. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, those of you that are listening right now, open up another browser. Open up your open up your email. Send us an email to broken blessed 2020 at gmail.com what's a war story that you that you have that you that you're willing that you'd be willing to share with us email myself and james at broken blessed 2020 at gmail.com make sure you follow us on facebook at uh, broken and blessed uh we'll, we're going to be start pushing that out more and more 
Um, but we, we want to hear from you. How, how, you know, one, how are we doing? But two, you know, within this particular episode, we're talking about war stories and, uh, and, and it's not necessarily like those of you that are in the military or anything like that. Not that. We want to know what, what war that you're fighting right now or that you have fought uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, that was within you. We want to, we want to hear hear from you. Share share your stories with us because we 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 really want to know. And if there's anything that we can do to help uh, in any situation that you're going through right yeah. now, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Absolutely. Uh, so Absolutely. that being said, any closing words? Oh, I got I got the verse this yeah, there, week. Yes, you do. What is it? What do we got? What do we got? Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, straight from Isaiah. Chapter 26, verse 8. Tell him what he's won, Bob. Um, you know, that this this is a, a great verse because, uh, you know, it, it, it takes me back to a time uh, where I was in the midst uh, of going through this war. And um, uh, there was a gentleman, J.J. Johnson, who, who we will have as a guest. I actually reached out to him. Uh, he wants to be a guest on our show. He is the lead pastor at South Tampa Fellowship. But back when this verse became known to me, um, uh, I I was uh, attending his church. Well, he was the youth leader of this church, and he ran the youth group, and the youth group was called uh, 268. Yeah. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, I'm thinking, wow, 268, that's great. That's cool, hip. What is that, a street address? No, it's Isaiah 26, 8. And um, what, what's amazing about this, and, and this kind of goes to the English language of when do you place a comma? And commas are important in this. Okay. Um, so it, it reads, and I'm going to say the comma just so you understand where the pause is, if anyone's listening, because they're, they're instrumental in this verse. It says, yes, comma, Lord, comma, walking in the ways of your laws, comma, we wait for you, semicolon, your name and renown are the desires of our hearts. So the the, the two first commas are important because Isaiah, who's a prophet, says yes, comma, he's talking to God. Right. Now God's getting ready to tell him something, but he says yes, so he knows God saying, Isaiah, and Isaiah responds, yes. yes. Isaiah doesn't say, God, tell me what you want, and then I'll say yes. Isaiah says, God, no matter what you're going to tell me, yes. And that's the way we need to approach our relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the way we need to approach all our relationships. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're coming to me with a righteous heart, a loving heart, a needful heart, a willing heart, a kind heart, a godly heart, I should say yes. I should, I should respond in the manner of a servant who is there to serve others, who's there to solely serve God and then others, his family, his friends. Yes, Lord. Like and he that. says, walking in the ways of your laws. God, you we we walk with your with you at our left and right lateral limit. Yep. And I think back to my times of of my war that I waged in. 
I couldn't tell you where God was. I was not focused on him. He wasn't my, you know, um, he wasn't my left and right lateral limits. I was shooting well beyond. I didn't have my range sticks up. I was shooting myself. Um, And it says your name and renown are the desires of our hearts. Man, we speak of you, God. And man, that, that verse to me resonates because it reminds me of a time where I had to be regrouped. I had to come back into God and just say, yes, he was going to fix me. I wasn't going to fix myself. He was going to bring me back on his path. Yes. Come. So that's our verse. Isaiah 26, eight. Think about it as we go through the week of saying, yes, God speaks to us. Are we listening? And are we ready and willing to say, yes, I'm a servant, a child of God, and my response to you, God, is yes. Love it. That's all I got, bro. I love it. Thank you. Laying it on the line. Absolutely love it. My man. Folks, broken and blessed. That's all the time. b That's all the time that we have for you this week. Um, make sure you email us, brokenblessed2020 at gmail.com. Also follow us broken and blessed on facebook for james i'm adam until next time we'll see you on the other side